keep your sunny side up, up, high. Kansas, 1936. Out of the darkest days of the Depression comes the adventures of two unlikely con artists, Mose Prey and his companion, Addie Loggins. Use a bootlegger. No, no, sir. Not me, friend. Must be some mistake. Ryan O'Neill is Moe's prey. His most challenging film role. <laughs> Keep rolling. I got it. Keep rolling. Tatum O'Neill, daughter of Ryan O'Neill, is Addie Loggins. Her very first film role. Howdy. Howdy. Get the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, Jack, uh, what have you been doing with yourself? Last night I was invited over to Fred Allen's apartment for dinner. This oh, is Fred the Allen. Peter Bogdanovich production, Paper Moon. On this special episode of Movie Geeks United, we celebrate the Oscar-winning 1973 film Paper Moon with one of the stars of the film, P.J. Johnson. She memorably portrayed... Imogene, the unfailing personal assistant to belly dancer extraordinaire Trixie Delight. Her performance is one of the highlights of the film. Miss Delight, of course, was portrayed by the one and only the late, great Madeline Kahn in a performance that would garner that actress an Oscar nomination. It is such a pleasure to welcome you to our show, and i got to say that this is a uh, favorite of mine ever since the first time my parents saw this film in a theater. Uh, I am. Uh, I was born in 1970, so I was just a little, yeah, I was, uh, you know, not quite old enough to remember it, cognizant, have a cognizant memory. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I caught it, uh, you know, it, it ran in syndication, of course, in the early 80s, and then eventually migrated back to cable television in, um, in the late 80s. And I love this movie so much that I actually bought a, because it's not available on Blu-ray in America, I actually bought a Blu-ray player that will play discs from all over the world so I could get a Blu-ray copy of Paper Moon, and I ordered it from the U.K., so that's how much I love this movie. And I will also say this, that when I am dating someone, uh, a sense of humor is important, and I make them watch Paper Moon, and if they don't think it's funny... Then that's oh my God. <laughs> it's, oh my God. It's, you're not something I want somebody I want to spend time with if you don't think paper wow. is funny. So I will say that to you. Uh and we just my family, I have kids, they're grown now. They they have laughed so hard at you over the years in your performance and uh quote we quote your dialogue, so I'm just gonna give you some praise there uh, on our end to how much we love this movie and love you and the film. And um, so, yeah, we're just big, big, big fans of uh, Paper Moon. And I have the original poster hanging in my living room framed. I will say that as well. So. uh, Oh, my God. Yes, I do. So. uh, (laughs) This is so amazing. I was at the Last Supper and you weren't even born. (laughs) Doing Paper Moon. I'm I'm just I am. I'm struck. I am fan struck. Okay. Not 
fan starts, okay? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Most too funny. definitely. We just, we do. We love you. We love you in the movie. And uh, and oh. not just me, my parents as well, too, uh, because, like I said, they saw it in a theater. So we are just the biggest Paper Moon fans, and I'm often quoted because I'm on the show. A lot of people that listen to the show will say, hey, what's one of your, what's your favorites? And it's in the top five every time, and uh, I always urge people. So anyway, uh, just a marvelous film. But anyway, uh, enough with that. I'm going to get to it. Um, so I uh, just wanted to get into it and find out how you actually became involved with the film. Did you, If you went to an open casting call or if they found you, or I was just curious how that all came about. Well, you know I live in Houston, Texas, uh-huh. and uh, my neighbor and her sister, uh, well, actually my neighbor, who was my guardian when we filmed, um, asked me and her sister to go with her, and we went to, I didn't know actually what I was doing, <laughs> so we went to, I didn't, I went and we saw Gary Chasen in Houston. And um, Gary started talking about the film, and then I read, and he said, wow, I'm going to send you to Dallas. So from there, we went to meet Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. and that's when I got the uh, got the part of Imogene. Um, he just told me, take the script. You got the part, you know? Sure did. Wow. And so from there, I became Mama Jean of Paper Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect casting. It is perfect casting. And I uh, now I think the film was released in May, I believe, of 73, I believe, is when it actually um, – and, of course, releasing films back in those days was different because nowadays, you know, you get a couple thousand films, a couple thousand screens all at one, you know, one weekend it opens entirely across the country. Back then, I realized that, uh, you know, they used to, it kind of just would migrate, you know, it opened small and just kind of spread around the country. Uh, and that's so, uh, it probably, and I'm in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, so it probably was a couple of months later before we, we got it out here. I can't say for sure. I haven't gone back to look at the old newspaper, so I can't say. But uh, but anyway, uh, so when did you guys, what time frame was uh, when you guys were shooting that film? I, I'm curious because I know he had done What's Up, Doc, right after Last Picture Show, and he jumped right into that, and, and it was in release in 72, so he must have been really busy with uh, all of that. And was he, was. he was. We started, uh, I think, we met up in September, and so then I went. Wait a minute. We met up in September for a while. Let me let me get my head my head together here. And I went for the month of most. Wait a minute. It was November, I think it was. And I left before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and that was about, yeah, that was the timing of it. But we worked from day, from the beginning, I mean, from sunrise to sundown. So we were working every day except for maybe, I think we worked on Sundays, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we worked a lot, yeah. Um, So you guys were shooting, what was the actual location where you guys were filming your scenes? And uh, I was just curious about that. we were in Hayes, Kansas, and then we kind of moved around Kansas, different areas of Kansas. And then we uh, we shot our last part was in St. Joe, Missouri. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, because that's kind of what the film climaxes too. So I, I guess they kind of did it all in one place. Yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. I think they, well, they filmed it backwards, if I'm not mistaken. It's been, oof, let me think about it. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. They, they, yeah, they filmed it out of order. You know how right. I thought when I first initially went there, I thought you go from the beginning to the end, but they they filmed it like the middle, then the beginning, and I was well, like, wow, this is quite interesting. Yeah, it, I, you know, it's not like everybody think it thinks it is like in segments. It isn't. So that was kind of um, that was interesting to me. And what else was interesting uh, was the number of scenes that they o- omitted that we did. Oh, oh man, yeah, yeah. And see, that's something I would love to see the deleted stuff. And back then, they didn't see the value of keeping that stuff around. I know studios had a notorious habit of just chunking it and throwing it away. And uh, yeah, there's. I wish they. That's... You would see some things, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Is there anything specific that uh, stands out in your mind? I'm just curious. Uh, anything that you that did that did get omitted that you wish had stayed in? I'm curious about that. It, 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 I don't know. It was just a different. It was a lot of film. It was a lot of shots with Tatum and I. And I can't remember. I mean, I can't right now that you're talking to me. I I became. Um, I got a little Alzheimer's right now. All of a sudden, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's like it, it was just. I can't even remember right now. Now that you're asking me. But it's just a couple of scenes, and we were really surprised, you know, that they were cut when we saw the, yeah, so. Because so, they didn't let us look at the dailies because we were so young. They thought it would influence us, you know, and we look at ourselves and say, oh, I look like that. So, um, well, maybe I should change this. So we didn't get to see the dailies. So we actually didn't, you know, know until the film came out what was really on there, you know. I mean, it has been almost a half a century ago, so I mean, it's uh, hey. <laughs> scary as it might be. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey who's counting? <laughs> uh, no, exactly, but we're not going to talk about that. That's true. And, and who's a senior citizen anyway? Uh, I'm, oh, me. Never mind. <laughs> I'm five years away from it, so don't feel so bad. I'm right there, right hey. behind you, so it's... <laughs> you know, a a a. AARP finally uh, finally caught me because it's like, look, old lady, you need some benefits and we need to help you. Come on, sign up. And, and I finally did. Yes, I'm a senior citizen. Definitely. So. <laughs> it's, it's all about uh, if you've made it that far, just be proud of yourself and get yourself give yourself oh. a pat on the back. That's what I say. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Now, I've heard many times that uh, the Peter Bogdanovich has, and we've had him on our show, by the way. He has been uh, we have interviewed him at some point, so uh, we talked to him a little bit too. But I know he said that he had a little bit of trouble, you know, with Tatum's performance. He that he was trying to uh, he had to piece together several takes at at, at different po- at various points uh, mm-hmm. in the editing that she would have trouble with certain lines and uh, and things like that. And I I uh, I was curious about uh, his working methods and how he managed to get all that together and. Um, you know, just just curious about what his uh, what his working methods were. I guess is what I'm getting at. I think Tatum and I both were on on the chopping. I mean, were on that line at one point um, because he 
he is a genius. Let me just say this. He is a genius. He took us, you know, and he was so warm inside. You know, I hear a lot of stories or horror stories about directors and producers, how they could just intimidate you and, you know, you just got to go out there and do it or, you know, just get fired or replaced. But Peter took the time out with us and he actually told us what he wanted. And when you have someone that's so genuine and looks into your eyes and say, hey, I need this done like this. Can you do this for me? You know, in that tone, it makes you want to do it and do it well. And Peter, Peter, oh, he is just magnificent. I, I, I will always say that. And not because he hired me, because he is, you know. I, you know, he, he, he just... He had this smoothness about him, and he worked like that with all of us, and 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 that's what was so outstanding. He just wasn't a. I never heard him raise his voice. He never got upset with us, you know, and and just went off on us if it was something we did wrong, and we had some takes. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, yeah, one of them because it was so cold out there at times. And we had to pretend as though it was summertime. And um, we would sometimes, you know, with being with working with a parent, Tatum and uh, her dad would clash sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's only because you're working with a parent. You know, had my parent been there, I think we would have clashed too, you know, of sometimes. Course. So, yeah. yeah. So it was. Uh, it was bad, and sometimes we were kids. We were really kids there, okay? Mm-hmm. And we had to be put in our places. But Peter did it so meticulously, and 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 he was just so, wow, I've never been around a, a, an adult that was so kind like that when you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I used to hear him say, well, it's time to get that belt, isn't it? You know, something like that. But he was really... He was great. I, I really admire him. Really do. Yeah. He was just one. Mm-hmm. He strikes me yeah. as, as being that kind of a, of a director. And, and he was, you know, because he was in the, um, he was making these movies in the early 70s at the same time as Spielberg and uh, Francis Ford Coppola and all these people that they tend to talk about. But his the, the types of movies he was making was, uh, it was different. He was a uh, one of their contemporaries, right. but making different films. He, his films were a throwback to things that were made in the 30s and the 40s. And, yeah, because uh, uh, he used, he used to talk to Marlena Dietrich all the time on the phone. He used to talk to her. I don't know whether what was going on, but yeah, that was one of his like. I, I don't know if she was a muse or what, but during. Paper Moon, he would talk to her a lot. And, you know, she was a, one of the queens of her early film. Oh, so. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So with him talking to her, and then when I really found out who she was, I was like, Lord, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I know that, yeah. that uh, I know that, you know, Orson Welles was his uh, house guest for a long time, and, and uh, the story goes that he had the uh, a copy of the book, uh, uh, Addie Prey, yeah. and, and I think that yeah. he... Um, 
Yeah. And Orson was the one who suggested that that he call it Paper Moon and and give it the title. Oh. And I think that's the story that we heard. Um, is oh. that it was Orson Welles' actual suggestion that he that he do that, and he's like he said you you've got to you've got to do it, and you've got to call it Paper Moon. And, <laughs> and so wow. so yeah, I think it I think it actually came from Orson Welles. So yeah, that's um, but yeah, this is uh, but but yeah, I, I can imagine you were talking about it being cold uh, at that time because he, he does such a good job disguising the fact that it was cold, and that uh, yeah. you know when you guys were filming because I can imagine in Missouri, uh, yeah. Kansas and all that it, it had to be you know in November it's not a good time to be yeah definitely <laughs> and we I you saw that I had on no sleeves at all yes and. Yeah, and Tatum had on a little flimsy uh, shirt, and <laughs> we had in the back of the uh, car we had a little floor heater, but with the top down, there wasn't much help, you know. Exactly. I think I think, I think Ryan was the one that fared the best because he had on a suit <laughs> with a <the> long <laughs> sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's true. And and then and and. Poor Madeline. Oh, she had on short sleeves too, and it was cold. We had to stop a couple of times to kind of like defrost and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. But, was, but we had a great time. I mean, Tatum and I were like bosom buddies. You know, we did everything together every day. You know, and I just really enjoyed her. I really did, and she enjoyed me. She showed me when my friends came and. My friends and I was supposed to ride together to, to Hayes, Kansas. I mean, to uh, Missouri, and all of a sudden, I had to ride with the crew. So <laughs> <laughs> we had to ride with Tatum. So yeah, so I could tell that was love for me there. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. too funny. Well, uh, and of course, I th- uh, the movie is uh, is shot by Laszlo Kovacs, you know, of course, and he's yeah. one of the great, great cinematographers. And that black and white cinematography is just phenomenal. Awesome. What he achieves in that film, uh, this the look and the period, de- well, the period detail and the the art direction and all of that, of course, but uh, and the set decoration. But his his cinematography blending with all that is just it's amazing uh, what he awesome. was able to achieve. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but I, I was going to talk about uh, or ask you about rather uh, Madeline Kahn because uh, again, huge fan of her work and and sadly has been gone over twenty years. That's hard to believe. Uh, but, yeah, but uh, was, she was yeah she was beautiful. She was a sweet woman. Hey, boom, shut up. And she <laughs> uh, she was very warm. She really was. She was. Like, if you saw her on the film and she looked very sweet, that's the kind of person she actually was. Ah, she was so dignified and so she had so much class and and she was just, ah, she was a great actress. I, I miss her. I hate that, you know, she, I wish she had survived, you know, but oh. she was great. She really was. She was great. Yeah, and we work well together. Yeah, you do. You do so well. You 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 guys just bounce off of each other, play off of each other yeah. rather so well. In in the yeah. and and the other one too is uh, Burton Gilliam that plays the clerk. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> he's from Texas. Yeah, yes, he's from Dallas. 
Yeah, he was so funny to me because we used to, he was so funny that Kate and I would go up to him and say, tell him, well, tell us that line about you, um, tell us your line. And, and we would always just crack up when he would say his line for us. It was like, I, I know he was like, I got to do extra for these kids. Oh my God, you know. <laughs> we, we love Bert. We really love him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And by the way, Ryan hated waffles. Oh, really? He hated waffles. Yes. Wow. But he had to eat them, and he hated them. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. But, you know, you have to do what you got to do, yeah? I know. And those those cigarettes that take, and just in case, those cigarettes that Tate and I uh, smoked were lettuce leaf cigarettes. Interesting. Yeah, from the health store. Yeah, but they, but they smelled like <laughs> something besides lettuce leaf. <laughs> uh huh. They smelled like pot. You know, I yes. didn't know what pot smelled like then, but I found out later. How, I was like, whoa, it smells like lettuce leaf. <laughs> you know, you got anybody smoking lettuce leaf? <laughs> you know, so yeah, definitely. And so I was wondering why people were like saying, it stinks, it stinks. I didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you guys do it so convincingly in the movie, too. It's great. Yeah, Yeah, kind of had had to learn how to to smoke it. But when I held it, it it was so smooth, you know. And so then, like an idiot, I tried to smoke a regular cigarette. Uh And oh, my God. You talk about nauseating and sick. So, mm, you know, I really wish I could find those lettuce leaves. I could really fake and smoke, you know, but <laughs> or can't find them. Yeah. I know. It's amazing that you couldn't in this day and age when they're always trying to find alternatives to regular cigarettes. You would think you that it would they would be common, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, this is a well. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I was going to ask you a little bit too about the uh, the television show because I think you appeared in the uh, the Paper Moon spinoff. They did a TV show with Jodie Foster, which I've yeah. I would like. I know there's 13 episodes, I believe. I've been able to find the mm-hmm. original pilot, but I can't seem to locate any of any of the others. Uh, sadly, give me that old time religion. Okay, that's the that's, that's the one you were, uh-huh. appeared in. Okay. Okay. Right, and I was supposed to go back, but it got canceled. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, that's... It was on CBS, Yes, as a matter of fact. Yes, mm-hmm. and I know the actor that played Moses, he, di- he died way back in the 80s, so he he was a friend. Really? A friend. Christopher Yes, uh, I think 1988, way, way I back there. That. Yeah, he's been gone a long time. And, uh, yeah, he, he has. And he was a good uh, – he looked a lot like uh, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Right. Yeah, he is. Well, they played brothers in Peyton Place. That oh, is correct. I forgot. Oh, oh, you know about Peyton Place? Too? I do, yeah, and I'd totally forgotten that until you just now mentioned it. You just triggered yeah. my memory bank. So, yeah. Yeah, that was his, his brother – Oh, I'm too young to know about Peyton Place, but anyway. <laughs> uh, that's right. We'll go with that. Yeah, that's right. But um, if I were to have seen it, I saw that they were they played brothers, yeah, in, in Peyton Place. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they picked him out because they look 
similar to one another. Yeah. And he was so kind, too. He was a great guy. He really was. I was going to say, I think, I think he had cancer. I think that's what, that's what happened to him. But he was, he was only in his 50s, I believe. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, um, very, very sad. But, uh, and I do know that uh, Alvin Sargent, who wrote the script for, who just passed last year, I believe, who, uh, who wrote the script for the film, I know he wrote a couple of the episodes of the TV show, which is rare, because usually when they do a TV spinoff, the screenwriter of the film won't, won't have anything to do with it. But he wrote a couple of those episodes of the show, which I thought was uh, was pretty interesting, which makes it even more enticing. But that's one of the reasons why I'd like to find the entire season, and I wish they'd put them out on uh, DVD yeah. so that you could see them. You know, Right, right. My relationship with... Uh, um, Tatum was not the same as, uh, oh, shoot, I'm having the same moment now. Uh, Jodie Foster, oh. I believe. Jodie Foster, yeah. 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 Her, I, I don't know, it's kind of standoffish, like. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Mom was her manager, and she, I guess she just tore her off, you know, when they finished, and. I kind of missed that because I wanted to have a relationship with her, too. And mm-hmm. thank God my siblings came so I could have somebody to pick on or something like that. But, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish, wish we had that, you know, camaraderie together, but we I wasn't able to get that. So Yeah, it, chemistry is very important. Chemistry is very yeah. important. And, and it comes through on screen uh, when you have it and yeah. when you don't have it. And you guys definitely had it. <laughs> There's no doubt about yeah. that. Um, mm-hmm. That you you certainly did. Yeah, but but one one thing I could say about Jody though, she was a professional at at, at you know a very young age. She was professional mm-hmm. and she knew her lines and she was good. She was awesome too. Yeah, she was really good. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say yeah, you know, she was on on her ascendancy, I guess you would say, because in a couple of years she did Taxi Driver and uh, Bugsy Malone and Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane, so she was really she wasn't far away from from making her mark. And Freaky Friday, that was the other one I think too. So right, I was offered a a, a cook's position in Pretty Baby, and we were getting I was getting prepared and everything, and then they just changed everything. Changed all the actors to West Coast actors. So, oh no! Yeah, I know, right? That's terrible. <laughs> that would have been great yeah. if you could have uh, had a, had a part in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. What a bummer. Yeah. I know. Well, that, now I I know IMDb has a credit for you uh, as being a part of the sequel to Last Picture Show. I didn't know if that was true or not because you never know when you read these things. And I was just right. going to ask if you really were. Uh, yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, but that kind of something kind of happened there. Um, I was there, and every day this one lady, her, I mean one, she was a lady. Her name was. Cody or something like that. Mm-hmm. And every day she would remind me I was black. Oh no. That's horrible. And I was No, I was like, Yeah. But she and then she would get me mixed up with the um honey wagon driver. <laughs> I was a driver, okay. And I was like, and this lady was black, but she was fair-skinned, and she had an afro, and my hair was straight, and 
I'm kind of like karma. You can't really tell right now, but yeah. And so somehow she sent me home early and Peter was looking for me. And I think Peter think that I walked off the set, but I didn't. She told me I was supposed to leave and she set my flight. So yeah, he had, I had more scenes and I didn't know it. Yeah. Because of that, it kind of, it was, it was, Something happened there. I don't know what happened. Yeah, because yeah. that could have been a good uh, an opportunity. It was great that you guys got to reunite you and uh, Peter. Yeah. And, um, the fact that you know that could have been a good uh, another second phase okay. for you. So, yeah, yeah. But somehow it just I don't know what happened. Um, of course, you know I couldn't. I mean, I wasn't going to book my own flight to leave. So. She did that and told me it was time for me to go, and I don't know what happened, but, yeah, that's what actually went down, and it kind of messed me up because I had more more uh, scenes. Wow, I was, like, really torn up behind that, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Because Peter had to reach me um, personally because my agent and I, I had an and an issue and she blackballed me <laughs> oh no yeah wow it was over money yeah mm. so, yeah, well, uh, thanks. yeah well you know I, I i did want to ask about one more thing before i uh, let you go because like i said i don't want to take up too much of your time but uh the one scene in the movie in paper moon where uh the the, the, the scene where the they're having their picnic up on the hill and I was thinking I was wondering if you were present when they shot that because that is such a, a funny scene between them where they're uh, <laughs> where, she, where uh, Madeline and Tatum have their little exchange of dialogue where she wants to sit in the front seat <laughs> right yeah remember remember when they got back in the car got back in the car I was the one who threw the uh, picnic basket in there and said oh I'm a Jane you silly old thing yes yes yeah so yeah that was uh, when I was yeah I was there but I wasn't with them but when we were getting in the car I was leaning over the car yes you should have heard the perv when I was leaning over the car oh like that but I was like really jeez whiz but anyway (laughs) I was yeah, little guys at school. Uh, I was throwing in the picnic basket and everything, and that was disturbing for her. Yeah, for Madeline. So, Miss Trixie Delight, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw that, and I got to, you know, see it in rehearsal and, and things of that, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So, yeah, I did get a chance to see that. And that, it was, you know, sometimes they would, she had to really concentrate on that because they would crack up laughing. Oh, you know? I can imagine. Oh, <laughs> but I love that scene, and she did. She she played that. Oh my God, you little sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, oh, excuse me. Yes, it's great. Go, well, go ahead. We're we're good with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's. Madeline Kahn was exceptional. <laughs> I mean, she was one of my favorites. I'm serious, you know. So. Well, I heard the really hurt me. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and she had, she she would have been one of these actresses that could have kept on giving, you know, for years and years yeah. to come. She had she had yeah. a lot more to give, uh, because just right before her passing, I noticed she was in. Um, 
I noticed her uh, in the Nixon biopic, uh, the Oliver Stone Nixon. She played uh, Martha Mitchell, you know, the the wife of John Mitchell, who uh, was right. one of his uh, Nixon's henchmen, shall we call them? Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, she's great in that movie, Nixon. Uh, and Oliver Stone was known for always casting. You know, he would grab people that hadn't been seen. A lot of times he would take people who were comedic actors or actresses and put them in dramatic parts. He did that with John Candy in JFK. He yeah. put him in a dramatic oh, part. And, and uh, Yeah, and he did the same thing with her. He put her in a, a, a dramatic part in Nixon, and I just thought it was brilliant casting, and that was only four years before she passed, and um, yeah. just so sad. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I I hate that. Mm-hmm. She's just she's so kind. I tell you. But yeah, the yeah. the scene uh, that scene we were talking about the the part where she's walking up the hill we always we it never fails to make us laugh when she's she's uh, oh, everything that's son of a bitch yeah that's exactly <laughs> when she said yes when she, <laughs> she her foot gets we gone. cracked up we used to say that all the time Tate and I will be in my room and we we do that we we you know portray that scene and then uh, yeah don't tell nobody we were kids anyway. Um, yeah, we would always say, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> we were, <laughs> yes. Hey, they let me say, well, they let me say chicken shit, so. Oh, you I did. Figured, so wonderfully. Yeah. <laughs> you did yeah. so wonderfully. <laughs> but unfortunately, I couldn't take that home with me. Doggone it. <laughs> My dad wasn't having it, no. Yes. But anyway. That yeah. and the line where you say, um. Uh, the she's like a gumball machine. You put something in, you get something. <laughs> come out. She's like that old second old chicken, chicken shit. shit. <laughs> it's the and best. And we again. Yeah, and we were freezing. And that night, that day, I will always remember. We that was it was freezing. I'm thinking it was like about. I'm saying 40 degrees or something. Oh, no, nothing on. Just our little summer garb. Oh, my gosh. It was cold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you faked it well. You faked it well, I must say. Well, listen, I don't want to take any more of your time. You've been so gracious to uh, give me some of your time to talk about this wonderful film that lives on in my heart. If nobody else, it's always going to live on in my heart as long as I'm around, and I'll do everything I can to keep it in people's memory, and um, everybody that knows me knows what a fan I am. So I just really, uh, like I said, appreciate uh, your taking the time to talk. It's been a real honor to speak to you and uh, get some of your insights about making the film. Well, you know what? It has been a pleasure for me, too. And I will just say that I am exceptionally happy that you chose to interview me because I haven't really spoken in a while. And so that gave me a chance, Adam, to open up and give some of my insight about the film, which I thought was the best film in the world. So... So I was able to, you know, just give you a little insight. So I appreciate you interviewing me as well. And I thank you so much for being a fan of the movie. And and even though you weren't even born, I appreciate you just, you know, when you came of age or coming, when you came of age, you found out the passion that was in that movie and you enjoyed (laughs) it. So 